Hey, it's Monday, 4th of July. Happy 4th of July weekend. Hopefully everything's been going good for the most of you, <laughs> if not all of you. Um, before I start, I just want to give a shout out to a Miss Angelo Sante. She's a philosopher that I got a chance to give a rideshare drive to. For those of you who know I am, those of you who remember, um, that's my primary occupation right now. Um, but I wish her luck and hope uh, hope that everybody out there keeps an eye out for that name, uh, Professor Angelo Sante. Uh, she's also a philosopher on uh, social issues and stuff, and hope to uh, hope to be reading her stuff soon and hearing her on you know on the NPR and all this good stuff. Uh, good luck. Now um, well, I'm going to start here in Texas. I usually do keep it in Texas, the Lone Star State, because this is my backyard and uh, I got to keep it, you know, real. I can't be judgmenting everybody else, but I, I occasionally do uh, look at what's going on in other states. Uh, something tells something called me to pay attention to what's going on around my area here in the Lone Star State out in Holton City, Texas. It's near the Fort Worth area. A uh, shooting took place. Two dead, four injured, including three officers. Uh, the police were called to a residence on a report of shots fired. Uh, there was a guy in there taking shots at them. The cops did return fire. Uh, the result of those shots was still unknown. There's a, it was a big mess. I'm pretty sure they got it together now. But this took place on a Saturday night or early morning, early Sunday morning. Uh, what was found by the deceased body, the gunman's deceased body, was a military-style rifle and a handgun. Okay, <laughs> now, more than likely, those cops took that gunman out, despite the fact that he had a combative-styled rifle and a handgun with him. So I want to start off by saying congrats to both sides. Uh, those of you that, that have a problem with... Um, with guns and those of you that say guns are great they save lives they stop madmen from killing people congrats to both sides you all have this particular instance to use on your uh debate you know the data on your debate um whether you're still shunning uh wild mass shooters or whether you're still backing up the gun rights um congrats you know um but there's something that I want to I want to bring up. Like, it's not just that it happened on the weekend. It it's and not just that it also happened on the Fourth of July weekend. But it's just the simple fact that we've come a long way from the early days of America uh, to today's times. You know, we've come a long way to where there's there's no need to be going wild over this kind of stuff. There's no need to be going into an uproar. Or uh, trying to uh, trying to pick fights with anybody, you know, over where you stand on issues like these, you know, especially like right now, uh, I'm I'm making this a special requestment because it's it's the Fourth of July weekend um, by the time of this recording, and I'm hoping that um, you know I'm hoping that everybody just cools down immensely, uh, just calm down and and enjoy yourselves instead of getting into such an uproar of, of things you know 
there's so many reasons why people are fighting right now. And, uh, you know, the day where where you're trying to make sure that you don't overburn, overcook your barbecue, you know, that, you know, that should be the most important thing at this point in time, you know, not any of this other stuff that's going on politically, socially, domestically, whatever, you know, I just want to say that for the record. I mean, I, I, I really hope that everybody, I don't just hope that everybody has a good 4th of July weekend, but I hope that y'all are being cool and keeping cool and taking care of each other, you know. And now on to the main story. Um, this, uh, I'm going back to immigration. Uh, Mayorkas defends the U.S. border policy after the death of 53 migrants in a tractor trailer. Okay, a lot of heat's been coming on on uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, he's the Homeland Security Secretary. Um, a lot of heat's been going on on Biden also. Mayorkas comes out on the news and he's defending uh, Biden's administration, Biden and the administration's immigrant policy. And he's saying the U.S. immigration officials have repeatedly warned against traveling to the southern border. Okay. Uh, he's also included that the Biden administration is working closely with Mexico and addressing the high number of migrant arrivals along the border, uh, which is a regional challenge that requires a regional response. And it makes sense, you know, because there's uh, there's there's uh, other people um, that's been uh, thoroughly uh, throwing out wild accusations and scare tactics when addressing this kind of stuff you know bad hombres coming in groves it's an invasion blah 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 when the fact of the matter is it's a bunch of defenseless people that are helpless and desperate enough to come across the border by way of paying up to six thousand u.s dollars or the equivalent of which means more than likely it's coming out of their life savings seeing as how it's uh i think it's it's dropped from 13 cents to a gallon, uh, I mean, 13 cents to a dollar, uh, down to, uh, nine cents to a dollar, um, to a, to an American dollar. Um, you know, 6,000 is just ginormous. Um, you know, so, you know, you got a bunch of people that are do, spending that much money and it's nowhere near the scare tactic that everybody thinks it is, you know? Now, these, uh, going back to what Mayorkas has said, these are very sophisticated transnational criminals organizations. They have evolved over the last 30 years. In the 90s, I prosecuted them, and they were pretty much more, uh, they were much more rudimentary. Now, they are very sophisticated, using technology and extraordinary organized transnational criminal enterprises. Okay. Now that's his experience talking here. 30 years of doing this. They are much more rudimentary as opposed to sophisticated with technology and using extraordinary uh, criminal enterprises to make money off of this. Okay. That speaks volumes here. So it's still a good it's still a good thing to have him in charge of Homeland Security being the secretary to Homeland Security concerning the uh, the migrant problem.
Okay, now here he comes saying something what um, what I've been saying throughout the past posts. Okay, Mallorcas and the U.S., he says, have ramped up its efforts through technological and manpower, technology and manpower, with the authorities at the border saving more than 10,000 people this year. Okay, what did I tell you? What did I tell you about letting the law be the law? Okay, I posted this post after post. They've rescued, uh, abducted, and, and missing children. They've stopped uh, tons of drugs coming through and other weapons. They've apprehended many traffickers, almost every single trafficker, out of all of those uh, things, those out of the postings that I've posted earlier. You know, Mayorkas in the U.S. have ramped up its efforts through technology and manpower which is good. Obviously, those are the tools that are needed for the authorities at the border, again, to be saving more than 10,000 people just within this year. You know, we've made it to July and over 10 pe 10K people, okay? If you just let the law be the law and not let them be whatever the hell that worthless governor of ours uh, has them doing checking tires at truck stops, you know, not even checking for, for actual, not even checking the cargo. They're checking tires and fluid levels. For all we know, they got past the U S border by telling them, yeah, my cargo was already checked. How are my tires? You know, that picture is of, uh, of that driver of the 53 migrants killed the surveillance camera is him smiling away at this he's smiling and laughing and enjoying his time at that truck stop for all we know that's how he got by um, the border with all those people because the law was too busy checking checking to make sure he has the proper oil fluid the proper amount of oil, the checking, uh, using the tire gates to check the pressures. You see the picture of him, the, that driver of the 43 dead, the driver of that trailer tractor, he's just smiling away. He was loving it. If you just let cops be cops, if you just let them do what they're supposed to do, instead of pressuring them to count uh, as many speeding tickets, pressuring them to make sure they caught jaywalkers, pressuring them to make sure that they're, you know, that they're uh, checking to see if you got a, a, a crack on your windshield or, a, a you know, a low tire or something, you know. Instead of doing everything, especially through Operation Lone Star, where once again there was there were people being arrested for misdemeanors, charged for felon charged as a felon and then claiming that it was all to keep America safe some of these people were actual US citizens you know some of them you know white black americans including uh, latinos that were american and claiming that they were keeping the border safe sometimes in 200 200 miles inside the border Concerning areas that have very little migrants in their towns. You know, 
if you let cops actually find criminals instead of making them up, you could say you could see all those statistics of you can see all you'll see me bragging about it all the time. But if you got them doing nothing but making up criminals and not handling real ones, like in Uvalde, where that school shooting took place, I mean they were they were doing nothing but they were doing nothing but ignore the gunmen. You know, they were dodging confrontations with them. Which I guess I could see it. They'd be a little rusty after guarding caged children at the border in the holding facilities. You know, I guess that means they lost their edge after a couple of years of doing that stuff. Instead of being actual tough cops, you know, that could take on a kid with a gun. And man, the media showed them running around with, you know, the rifles and the body protection and stuff. Dude, they ran from the truck all the way to one side of the building, looking all badass and everything. After the kids were killed. Or during that time that the kids were killed. See, this is what happens when you take law enforcement off of law enforcement duties and have them posing as tough guys pretending to be taking on threats when all they're doing is making up making criminals out of normal people if you just let the law enforcement do their damn jobs you know this is uh this is what happens when you get let somebody like Mayorkas and the United States uh administration government through the Biden administration when you let them do their jobs they amp up technology and manpower with authorities at the border saving more than 10k more than 10,000 people you know before the year's even up we're just barely at we're just barely at the half year mark Four million meth uh, methamphetamine seized. You know. Yeah, two bundles of blue fentanyl. Three point six four. Uh, three point uh, thirty thirty six point four pounds of cocaine. Twenty one pounds of methamphetamine. Twelve pounds of fentanyl. Two of heroin. All in one car. Uh, 14 pounds of fentanyl in a totally different person's car. You know, an 18-year-old U.S. citizen at the border, at the border, 30 pounds of meth in his car. 70 kids uh, abducted and missing children uh, recovered and rescued. If you just see this is what's going on when you don't have somebody like Greg Abbott messing things up using the law to do other stuff and he's coming out saying biden needs to do his job well technically biden is doing his job he's got uh alejandro mayorkas in charge of the homeland security and they're all doing these great things these great arrests it's all of the cops that are posing as as uh terroristic uh handlers running around with armed uh 
with armor and, and combat uh, stuff are running around buildings, you know, under Greg Abbott's leadership, they're the ones that aren't doing anything. They're the ones that are responsible for that massacre that took place in that elementary school. Not wanting to confront, not wanting to confront a gunman that was killing kids. I mean, that's like a dream task for a cop to charge and, and, and shoot that son of a bitch, you know? And technically, they've been apprehended and caught and shot, just recently shot over there in the Fort Worth area, you know? Bad guys have been getting shot in, uh, back left and right. They're getting apprehended left and right. They're getting... One guy got ran off the road in a car chase over over in uh, at LaSalle, close to the Laredo border. You know, one guy got ran off the road. Now, the foreign immigrants that he was illegally trafficking died, but he the driver got apprehended, airlifted to a hospital. He got uh, he's going to court. He already went to get arraigned in court. He's going to have his trial soon. You know, but this is what happens when you don't let some douchebag like the governor uh, uh, having him do a bunch of stupid stuff. And yet you let Biden, his administration and the people that he's put in charge, like Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, to let to let them do their jobs, to let the cops be cops. And you got bad guys galore being apprehended. You got uh, trafficked humans being uh, recovered. You've got missing children being recovered and rescued. Missing and trafficked children. And all those drugs that I just listed. That was all throughout the month of June. We're just now starting July. The results haven't come in yet. But you bet your ass I'm going to be boasting about it. Most of those arrests, by the way, most of those arrests and drugs and all that were done in areas where Operation Lone Star isn't even being used. Where all the money to to fund all these cops with all these uh, all these um, ammunition and and body armor and the stuff that you see in the files in the uh, in the uh, news reports at the Uvalde uh, school incident, that's where the, all of the money that Greg Abbott put to went to, for them to walk around posing like their threat assessors, while people are actually getting killed at the same time okay that is the prime example of what's going on under my governor's watch on my governor's watch the 70 kids recovered and sent to being rescued uh, uh re recovered and rescued sent to be rehabilitated and therapy and all that that's my orcas's stuff that's that's biden administration and it's all done under Beto's watch, Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor over there in, in, in El Paso on West Texas, where Greg, where nobody uses anything that Greg Abbott uh, issues. Nobody uses anything from Lo Operation Lone Star. They're doing that stuff on their own. They're saying to hell with Abbott. To hell with this Operation Lone Star program. We got this. We're holding our own. And this is the proof. 
This is the proof that all those things that I just listed, all those drugs, the, the children recovered, the, uh, the, um, the illegals recovered, and uh, all, of the, uh, all of the traffickers being apprehended, you know, that's the prime example. Those are the prime examples that we have to use in general to describe what's going on when it's not under Abbott's uh, control. The Uvalde shooting is the prime example of what's going on. That one example is uh, representative of everything that's been going on to what uh, uh, Greg Abbott, our current governor, how he runs things. People are getting killed while cops are just running around posing as as bad guy as uh, as the good guys. They're getting ready to apprehend the the parents that were trying to run in to rescue their children. You know, they would rather put the cuffs on them than to confront the gunmen. This is what I'm talking about. That's an exact example of what Greg Abbott is doing. That's exactly who he supported. Those cops are exactly who Governor Abbott is supporting and influencing and directing and order issuing. While the rest of the state, like West Texas, uh, here in San Antonio, and now currently around Laredo area, you know, they're all saying to hell with what Abbott is doing. And they're doing their damn job. They're busting all these people. They're busting all these criminals, recovering all the victims, and stopping everything else from being trafficked in. More than 10,000 people just in this year alone. And we're only at the half year point. Carrying on. This is what uh, Mayorkas says. Can a truck get through sophisticated uh, means? Yes, sometimes. But we have interdicted more drugs at ports of entry than ever before. We've rescued more migrants. We're seeing a challenge that is really regional, hemispheric in scope, and we're addressing it accordingly. Truth. Exactly what I've been saying, but only a lot more in detail. He's sort of generalizing it. In regards to the Remain in Mexico policy, the department is pleased with the decision, and the program has, because the program has endemic flaws and unjustifiable human costs. That's also truth. That's also truth. The Remain in Mexico policy has um, left migrants stranded on the other side of the border. And, and the embassies that are overpacked and overfilled has migrants uh, around the area, but completely homeless and completely vulnerable. Completely homeless and helmless and completely vulnerable subjected to hate crimes, beatings, killings, robbings, robbings and killings, uh, rape, murder, if not murder raped. And those are the ones that, we, that we're aware of because of the reports of the bodies and, and the testimonies. The others have just plain disappeared off the face of the earth, <sighs> vanished. And I think we know I think we, uh, you know what happened. They were abducted. And, you know, a lot of people are saying 
that, you know, we'll do everything that we can to find them and help us find them and all this stuff. But I think it's pretty safe, pretty safe to say. I think we can pretty much bet that we're, we're not going to find them. They're gone. They are gone. It's not going to, it might not, it's more than likely not going to happen. Why? Because that criminal element is way more powerful down there south of the border and into other Latin countries. Hence the reason why they are seeking asylum here in the U.S. Do we have criminals? Yeah. Do we have organized crime? Yes. Do we have gangs and pimps and rapists and all that? Yes. But they are nothing. They are nowhere near in power like the way they are south of the border. Or even north of the border in Canada. There's a lot of crime that goes up there. They're just not reporting it. They're just not letting us see it uh, here in the States. Plus, it's also more attention-getting when you see it coming out of Mexico and all these other notoriously uh, uh, dangerous countries, notoriously dangerous capability countries, danger capability. So they're being picked off, they're being killed, they're being released and all this stuff. The whole Remain in Mexico uh, policy was technically one that was, uh, that was brought on to back up Title 42, even though technically Title 42 still remains. Um, but seeing as how if we're going to keep that, if we're going to keep Title 42 where everybody's subject to coronavirus testings, then yeah, forget Remain in Mexico. Because one of the main reasons why Remain in Mexico was also put up was because of COVID, COVID-19 and its mutations. But if we're, they're going to be tested through Title 14 anyway, then they, they, you know, you might as well as drop that policy. It's one less policy that our taxpaying dollars has to go through anyway. We don't need it. And Mexico technically, you know, they have to hold their own. Um, they can only do so much. We can only do so much. And unfortunately, that's also leading to the, uh, the, the many deaths. However, thing to keep in mind is that it through title 42 still being um still being in effect once those migrants come here they pass the covid tests you know they should be granted asylum in accordance to the asylum procedures i'm not saying they should walk through and and carry on with whatever they want to do no because they still need to be vetted in and, and uh, the busings and all that stuff is proof that they've already been vetted. There's already people that have been vetted. So there's, you know, there's more chances for more room. What I don't understand is how come, the and, and this could be for a later time, but I'm going to throw this out right now, just this idea. Why is it our government and every industry that involves uh, this banking off of it? Okay. Many people need asylum, which means they need asylum facilities. That involves construction, electrical, plumbing, uh, food and agriculture, the delivery business. That involves 
uh, stuff to keep them entertained, you know, internet, you know, I mean, for crying out loud, the internet companies, it requires, sorry for the noises, the slushing, that's me drinking water, um, it's hot down here in Texas, <laughs> sorry about that. You know, the internet and all their, all those, the telecommunications industry could be making contracts with the government to set up, uh, to set up internet there. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff that we can do that our taxpaying dollars could go to and then reap the rewards of it as they vet, go through vetting processes, you know, while these facilities and holding facilities are being built, constructed, you know, all these jobs you know, pay off, you know, and then, and then the reward after that is once they're vetted, they become U.S. citizens, they start working, they start becoming taxpayers, and, you know, it, it the, you know, the rewards, the money just comes back to our country, you know, the money just goes back to benefiting the country. It's just a thought. I could go into elaborations, but I'd rather read and do some kind of research first, uh, which is tough because I'm not, you know, I'm not a journalist. So I technically have nowhere to go on that yet, <laughs> yet. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a curious thing to, to, to ponder. And uh, I'm gonna hope to see if I can uh, get elaborate with that. But for right now, this uh, this pretty much this post is pretty much a big thumbs up to two thumbs up actually for the uh, the current administration and the government that's actually doing their jobs uh, a chance to spit on the ones that aren't um, to commemorate the cops that have to go through um, stuff like the mass shootings and shootings of people and all this stuff and coming out you know on top after after taking out a gunman, just like what happened out of outside of Fort Worth area. And the spitting on the ones, the cops that are just not being cool, like the douchebags right now, concerning the Uvalde shooting. You know, all of this could have been done and over with if they had just released the evidence and the, uh, the, the surveillance and the recordings and uh, the communication records of what took place during that time, you know, but it's, it's been uh, a couple of months. It's, it looks like it's going to be a couple of more months before, uh, before e everybody that's done wrong is faced justice. You know, uh, I guess they think that they can wait it out and stuff, but there's a bunch of families that have been hurt too much that more than likely are not going to just don't not going to have a problem waiting it out. They're frustrated. They're angry. They're still talking to the media, telling them what, what the foulness that these cops are doing in Uvalde, um, and so am I. I'm nowhere near Uvalde. I'm in I'm in uh, Central Te uh, San Antonio right now. Um, you know, I'm a few hours away from the place, but even I'm spreading the word, <laughs> and I hope that all of you all are out there also doing the same thing. I want to thank y'all for hearing me out. Um, I want everybody to stay safe out there. Keep being cool. Um, we'll, we'll catch y'all later. We'll see you next time. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.